I always tell people, especially on the holidays, have an ad mentality. What I mean by that is don't worry about, I can't have this. I can't have that more of like, okay, I'm going to this holiday dinner. I'm going to make sure I add some greens in, even if I'm going to be eating poorly, I'm going to add in some extra water that day. I'm going to add in some raw veggies just to get some extra fiber. So think more about adding as opposed to subtracting. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker Podcast. Today, we are sitting down with Alex Canelano of Eat Cute. And oh my God, she is so amazing. She's so funny. Um, Really quickly, I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you celebrated Thanksgiving or just spent some time with family, friends, loved ones, or by yourself. Honestly, those are some of my favorite Thanksgivings. And if you did not celebrate at all or you're not even in the U.S., I hope you had a wonderful week nonetheless. And I know that this time of year can get really busy, really crazy, and honestly, is just some of the fast-paced, but also you should be relaxing, whatever, time of the year. And I hope you all are just taking some moments, taking some time to really zero in and focus on yourself. We're going to be talking a lot about in the next few weeks, but today we're talking mostly about health wellness, and how misinformation can feed into that. And of course, because it's this podcast, perfectionism. A little bit about Alex. Alex is your new BFF and on-camera host dishing out healthy travel guides, simple recipes, and conscious lifestyle tips. Alex has been seen cooking and sharing her experience on the Hallmark Channel's Home and Family, what? As well as Fox Good Day LA, CW News, Elite Daily, BuzzFeed, and the Lifetime Network. So she's not a big deal whatsoever. It's fine. She also has written for publications such as Mind Body Green, Oxygen Magazine, Chalkboard Magazine, Fox News Magazine, Paleo Magazine, and Brit and Co. Again, she's not a big deal at all, clearly. She loves spending time with her rescue pup, Juan Carlos, because that's the cutest name I've ever heard, and traveling and helping people find simple and affordable ways to live healthier and happier lives. I'm not going to even talk anymore because this person is just freaking amazing. She needs no further introduction. Without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Alex Catalano. Welcome, Alex, to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I loved it. It really feels nice. I hope everyone does that when I come into a room from now on. <laughs> they should. You are yeah. a presence to be accounted for. 
Oh, listeners, it's a Friday. It's going to be a fun episode. Okay, Alex, (laughs) who are you and what do you do? You can obviously explain that better than anyone. Hello. Yes. Hi, I'm Alex and I am a healthy lifestyle expert and uh, I have a blog called Eat Cute. And essentially, I try to help people uh, live healthy lives using really simple and affordable tricks. Ooh, I like the simple and affordable because a lot of times people are like, it's healthy eating, whole foods, that's expensive. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Oh my goodness. What was the journey to making Eat Cute? Because that's like the blog is such a specific thing. How How did this come about? Oh, yes. Well, I was going to USC to study opera singing um, because I thought that would be a great way to make a living. (laughs) um, Musical theater kid, I get it. (laughs) I was like, man, this will be fine. Um, So when I was in college, it's the first time that, you know, I was ever living alone and making my own decisions about what I was eating. I didn't choose so good. (laughs) Who does? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't choose great. And also, like, part of the problem was there was a lot of misinformation as to what was healthy. I am an old woman. I am I am 36 years old. And you are not 30. I thought you were like my age, 20. No, long ago. I welcome (laughs) children gather around the fire. (laughs) No, um, I stay out of the sun and I eat very healthy, so it helps. But oh my god, I was uh, let's just paint a picture. Facebook had just come out and it was just for college kids. Yep. And the social network. This is so exciting. (laughs) This is the birth of, yeah. Um, yeah. So there was that Facebook had just come out and there was no Instagram. I know. And no TikTok. So they're really health and wellness hadn't really like made its way onto the scene. So I got my nutrition information from magazines like Cosmo, um, which if you picked up a Cosmo, Cosmo hates you. And it's essentially like drink some fast. Everyone does. It. Uh, so it was a lot of fad celebrity diets. It wasn't, you know, at the time I didn't realize there were things that were really ads that, you know, and I guess that's kind of the case now too, but it really wasn't being talked about. And so I kind of fell into unhealthy eating habits, a lot of yo-yo dieting, a lot of uh, restrictive and then binges and all sorts of things. And I felt really crummy. And what ended up happening was, is it really affected my performance in college uh, in music because, you know, with opera singing, your body is your instrument. And I was not taking care of my instrument. So I was like losing my voice a lot. And I wasn't, my mind was foggy and I just felt like crap. So eventually I just ended up changing my major to communication (laughs) because who knows what that is. And I was like, what can I do in two years? Communications. And I did that and I graduated. And it wasn't until later in my early twenties that I started learning about holistic nutrition, which Mm -hmm. if you don't know, it's like a mind, it's a full, uh, it's, it's kind of like looking at everything. It's not just, you're looking at food, you're looking at lifestyle, your relationships, sleep, everything, the products you use. And that approach really spoke to me and it changes the way that I felt. And when you feel good, you want to tell everybody. Mm -hmm. So I did, I was like, Oh my God, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And then it kind of turned into a coaching thing and then turned into a blog. Oh my gosh. So when did you start the EQ blog? Oh my, well, a very long time ago, but uh, I think like six or seven years ago, but it didn't really become what it is now because I kept changing things and you start to learn as you're building a brand um, like, oh, this is what it is. Or I, you know, you want to be like this person, but then you're like, that's not me. And then you really, so now it's kind of really found its little stride. I think the amount of times, like 
newbie content creators. I mean, this podcast is a great example. The amount of times that it goes through like an evolutionary phase where you're like, I've figured it out. And <laughs> no, then no. you're like, nope, no, I haven't. Mm, <laughs> like, no. And I don't think that I figured it out is ever really, really a thing. When it comes to the EQ blog, when was there like a moment where things really started clicking? Was there a thing that you did with the blog that really started clicking or was it just consistency and progress? Yeah, I think it was uh, just really starting to pay attention to like, who am I? <laughs> um, that you know, all being questioned. <laughs> who, who is Eve Cute? Um, yeah, it was like really taking that in and just being like, okay with the fact that like, if you go on my Instagram, it's a lot of bright colors. Like I, I am a silly person and I like to, and I think when I first started, it was like, I have to be a professional woman. I'm like, that's just not me. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I love being silly and I like making jokes and, and taking a lighthearted approach. And I think being okay with that now is it's been fun. Just, you know, you are, who you are. Yep. Yeah. I feel like the sooner people let that sink in. Cause we all have that at like the forefront of our brain. We logically know, you know, I just have to be authentically who I am, right. but the practice of it is so uh, terrifying, scary, vulnerable. But once you get into it, it's like the whole, it's like the skies part, the bunnies start singing. It's the bunnies do start singing. They yeah. Do. They songs. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, and they're wearing hats. I don't know why, but like, yeah, no, totally. Because I think especially with social media, it's like, you know, you see all these people and you, you know, you're like, oh, wow, she does it so beautifully. And I'm going to do it like her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, I don't meditate. And like, I swear a lot. And that's just how I shape things. Like, that's how I do it. And as much as I love how said person does, uh, does it, it's just not me. And yeah, just really accepting. that. <laughs> Thank you for being imperfectly you. I think Thank it's so you. important. Oh my goodness. Well, so you've been coaching people in the health and the holistic nutrition, nutrition, that was such a good way of saying that. Um, when it comes to like that perfectionism, I have to do it perfectly that all or nothing. How does that show up in your clients and your work? Oh, I see that all the time with people saying, you know, what I see a lot is like, Oh man, Alex, like I did something bad. I, you know, I had a few glasses of wine on Saturday night. And then I think what happens is, is when people have that, I'm doing air quotes because you can't te- tell because it's a podcast, uh, that bad thing, people go off the rails and they go, well, yeah. you know what? Today is ruined. That's it. I, I'm going to have a whole pizza and I'm going to eat ice cream, but don't worry, tomorrow I'll get back. Yeah. Um, and I think it's that all or nothing, you know, when you're trying to be perfect, it's either you're perfect or you're like, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to burn the bridge, <laughs> I'm yeah. burn it all down. <laughs> And I I think that, you know, it's okay to not be perfect. I think with food, you know, our bodies need different things at different times. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that I, you know, we get so hung up on like being perfect. Like, what does that even mean? Um, So I I always tell people like, Hey, if you have, again, air quotes guys, an imperfect uh, food, you know, I like to call it a treat meal as opposed to a cheat meal. Cause I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people have this negative connotation, but you, let's say you have a pizza. Like I had a pizza yesterday. And then I know that with, uh, at the next meal, I have the opportunity to get back on track mm-hmm. and start eating the way I want. And it's okay. You know, there's ebbs and flows. It's not going to be, you're not going to be perfect all day and never have another piece of sugar or a glass of alcohol over again. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, in Gabby Bernstein's book. Oh my God. Uh, super attractor. There we mm. go. 
she talks about this idea of like choose again and how when you're in like a really negative state, one of the worst things you can do is just like bad personal development student. You didn't do very good. And instead it's just like, okay, no, I just get to like be the objective observer, observer and choose again. And I think it's so powerful because it gives you back the chance to not shame yourself for being a human and for having emotions or for having a pizza or for like stuff like that. It's like, I think that's just so important. We are so mean to ourselves. We are. We say things to ourselves that no one has ever said. Well, my mother can be harsh, but like, (laughs) we love you, Brenda. But yeah, but but like most people would never say those things, you know? So it's just, we have to be kind to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say to your perfectionism clients? Like what's, because obviously that like whole mindset shifts like a lot to take in. How do you kind of step-by-step walk them through this? What's step one for you? Yeah. Um, one of the things I liked, cause, cause one of the things I like to explain to them is like, when you try to be so perfect for so long, eventually people just, there's burnout. And then they, because they're not allowing for these, um, these treat meals, uh, mm-hmm. they just kind of like, they'll do it for, they'll hold on for a couple months, three months. They're perfect. They get up, they meditate, they drink the water da, da, da. Yeah. and then they're just like, screw it. And then there's the other side of it where we're having ice cream for dinner every night. Um, so I explained to them that, you know, creating these moments where you can treat yourself is part of the process and it will only make this a lifestyle as opposed to a diet or something you're trying to hang on to for a certain period of time. So just approaching it with that mindset. And also when it comes to food, you know, our bodies are very smart. Um, and so I think, you know, for me, what I found in my personal health journey, cause we're all different, but mm-hmm. I was eating a hundred percent clean all of the time. Mm-hmm. Super, super, super clean, no sugar, no grains, no dairy. And I feel great. I felt great, but I, I do feel like in terms of my progress, in terms of what I was trying to do with my, um, my body composition, it was a little, my body, your body gets stuck because it's used to the same things. So kind of allotting for these treat meals, one makes it really easy to continue to eat clean for the week because then, you know, on said day, you're going to have this treat and you look forward to it. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but also kind of shakes your body up where your body's like, Whoa, what am I eating? And I think it kind of, it does help kind of train your body to not get used to the healthy stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that way, you know, your body's like, what, I don't know how to do this. And then it kind of changes your metabolism and things like that as well. Oh, that's, I never thought about that way. So for three ish years on and off, I was doing whole 30. Yeah. And it, I, I know that some people are like, that's the devil. <laughs> I will not, I don't do it anymore. But when I was eating so shitty, it was like McDonald's constantly. Yeah. And I was like, finally enough is enough. I just need to go whole hog. I'm kind of like that full immersive person. It taught me so much about food. Mm. Like my first trip to the grocery store was three hours because I had to read all the the packages and I was like, what doesn't have sugar in it? I'm stressed. Yeah. Everything has sugar in it. It's stressful. Trader Joe's is a really good place though to eat pretty clean. I've I've learned. Um, but it it re like what I noticed during those 30 days is that my body would totally change. And then when I went off it, it was like (laughs) my body just felt horrible. Like I'd have a glass of like wine or something and my body would just fall apart. Well, yeah, this is where we're at. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) And finally I was just like, okay, this is clearly, this was working for then me, but now it's different. And I think it's important to note that like, we're going to have different ebbs and flows, but I feel like the, the information is the most important part. And we're just not fed that very much, or we're fed it too much. And we're like, 
oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like, I always tell people, look, whether you have a treat meal, a treat meal, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, I, because I'm like you, I eat super clean. So for me, I feel like garbage, but when I do have a treat meal, I do try to find things with, you know, whole ingredients. Um, you know, I still don't do sugar. I haven't had refined sugar in like six years. You're amazing. Uh, no I wonder know. your skin's perfect. Oh no. my God. <laughs> but like, I mean, it, it, um, you know, that's me. Uh, but I think it's really a personal thing, but like, I just, I've had some clients who are like, I'm going to Paris and they're like, well, I can't eat bread. I can't have a, you know, I want, I want people to be able to have those experiences, um, yeah. but just to be able to choose them as opposed to, you know, sometimes when we have things that have a lot of sugar or they're super processed, you know, the body likes those that craves it. It's yeah. fast, fast energy. Um, so it's really hard to, um, you know, the food almost has power over us in that way where you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, I had to have a cookie. Like it was talking to me. Like, so yeah, we can create these moments where you have these treat meals, but also finding things that have whole food ingredients that, you know, aren't super addictive. So you do have the choice of whether to not have it or have it, but I love this. I love this idea of like the conscious decision. I think that's really powerful. Did you like intentionally put that in or was that just like a nice little bonus? Oh, like in terms of like me, like oh, for my... you or your clients, sorry, like, oh. like making that conscious decision of like going to Paris. I'm con I'm consciously choosing this rather than like the bread was running down the street at me with. Full yeah. Force. I mean, I was, when I was in my twenties, I found that I was in a place where when I was eating things that were, you know, that had sugar or things like that, it was really hard to not have it because it felt like my body, like I would, I, I could, I was like already opening the cookie box before I was like, had a say in it. Um, so yeah, yeah, just kind of trying to eat foods that give me, that aren't super addictive, um, that give me the options of, yeah, being more conscious with it. Cause I, I think some of us, I'm sure some of us have been there where you're like, you know, the food is controlling you versus you choosing certain things and that can make it hard. Sugar is one of those things that's super addictive. What? Oh, this is such a fascinating topic. Why do you think we have like almost those blackout moments where we're like our hands already fully in the Oreo box before we even consciously realize, oh crap, I, I was cutting out sugar or something like that. Yeah. It's a couple things. So some of the things, one thing is, is like from a very young age, I think we're taught to um, nurture ourselves with food. So it's like, it's your birthday. We're going to have a cake. Or we've all seen that iconic moment of a girl opening a pint of ice cream during a breakup. We're taught yeah. to self-soothe with food. Um, so I think one of the first things I tell clients is like, you know, where are you emotionally? You know, I've had some clients like, man, I just binge eating. It's been so hard. I'm like, are you stressed right now? Are you They're like, oh yeah, I've been going through, you know, a breakup or I've been going through, you know, something at work. Um, and that, that's something to look at like, oh, how, how else can I address my emotions? You know, do I go to therapy or do I go for walks or what is it that's going to help kind of, uh, get, get a hold of my nerves. So I'm not using food as a method to, to treat myself. Um, and then other things is like, yeah, they did a study with sugar and they found that it is, they gave rats the option of cocaine and sugar and the rats chose sugar. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. So that's why you'll see it in everything because people know that, you know, you know, a lot of uh, companies know that like, you know, sugar super addictive. So they put it in their product. So it tastes good and people want more of it and become in somewhat ways addicted to it. So that's the one thing I'm always like, yeah, treat yourself, have a treat meal. But like, I do tell people to be very careful with sugar because it is super addictive. 
And if you've ever seen people go through like a detox where they're getting rid of sugar, they feel like shit for a long time. And yeah. And that's part of like, part of it is it's like almost like you're detoxifying, like from a drug, like it's very, very addictive. Um, and then anything with high fructose corn syrup, um, we have hormones that one of them tells our body that we're full. And one tells, tells us that we're hungry. And essentially when you have anything with high fructose corn syrup, it turns off that hunger hormone telling you you're full. So sometimes we've seen people were like, wow, how are they, you know, how do they keep eating? Why, why can't they stop? And it's literally because that hormone is suppressed and they have no, they, they never feel truly satiated. So those are things I do tell people like, yeah, treat yourself. That's a lot for that. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to be aware when you're playing with ingredients that are, you know, like drugs. So I do tell people to be careful of those two things. I'm my jaw is like on the floor about this high fructose. Like I, oh my God, I had no idea. That is insane. It's pretty nuts. And that's why, yeah, you know, I, I feel bad for some people. Cause they're like, I'm really trying. I'm like, totally like, it's not your fault. You know, these yeah. ingredients can be really addictive and, and really hard to shake. So yeah. There's a few, um, YouTube videos or YouTube channels that my fiance and I watch every night before bed. And one of them is called Food Wars. Ooh, and okay. have you? It's fantastic. No, it's basically it two guys. One from well, they they switch out countries, but let's say one from UK and one from the US, and they take popular foods with like cult followings, and they talk about what the differences are between the UK and the US. But one of the segments is ingredients. Mm. It is disturbing. Yeah. So like one of them, I can't remember the, the food chain probably shouldn't say it on here, anyway, <laughs> but like, um, one of them literally in the ingredients for the burger or something, it was like, Oh, and by the way, this is the same chemical that's used for plastic on yoga mats. Oh, cool. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. But it's, just, yeah. it's insane. And it's so sad. The lack of education universally around this. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people, you know, this is such a preachy thing to say, but it's like, we really have to be, you know, you have to be detectives and really that's why it's so nice to do food closest to a state where you're not getting an ingredients list because, you know, a lot of brands will put things like natural flavors, which they, they can put whatever they want in there because it's under a certain percentage and not disclose what they are because it's like their special blend. Um, and I just, you know, I think, yeah, it's not, it's not cute. Let's just say that. It's that not, not cute. cute. It's Let's not cute. cute. <laughs> Tagline, did I yeah. hear you? <laughs> right. Oh, God. Really leaning into this brand. Oh, uh, yeah. Good Lord. Are you running around trying to achieve your goals, but feel like you're accomplishing nothing and making no progress? Or are you approaching every task on your to-do list with the urgency of a house fire causing you to burn out quickly? Or are you beating yourself up because you're not where you want to be and you're constantly telling yourself you're behind? Or are you overwhelmed by your big goals and it's causing you to procrastinate on what you really, truly want? If I just added you in any way, hear me on this. You are not alone. And it's for those exact reasons why I created Goal Smasher my step-by-step technique to help you set clear goals, create and implement an overwhelm-free plan, and learn the secret for keeping your motivation high and consistent. And now, Goal Smasher is live and available to everyone. By the way, 
This is the exact technique that has led my clients to starting and going full-time in their dream businesses, being featured on top publications, hitting record-breaking monthly revenues, going from unemployed to making over six figures, losing 80 pounds in under a year, moving across the country to their dream state, receiving their doctorate, making healthier lifestyle choices that add up to big energy boosts, and so much more. With Goal Smasher, you will get a crystal clear plan for what you want. Create a strategy on exactly how to get there. Plus, you'll learn the secret sauce for how to stay motivated and fulfilled, not just until you reach the finish line, but throughout the whole process. The best part? Goal Smasher is a tool you can use over and over and over and over again with each new goal you have. Goal Smasher is available now. Check it out by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher or click the link in the description. Now back to the episode. We, we've kind of touched on this, but I want to do a little bit of a deeper dive, like this all or nothing syndrome mm. for people who may not know that they're falling into that category. What might it, how might it manifest in like kind of your everyday, this all or nothing around food? Yeah. Uh, when I tend to see clients that have like that kind of binge mentality, they'll, they'll be very good. They, you know, I have some people that will use my fitness pal, which is awesome. Um, you know, for some people, I'm yeah. really, oh, yeah. I really like some people, like if you're, you know, like a beautiful mind and you're writing down all the numbers and you're going crazy and you're freaking out, not a good, not a good choice for you. Um, <laughs> the real, it's a release. If, if you're high control, I would not recommend, or like, I would not yeah. recommend it. I'm sure you would as well. But yeah. if you're like someone who's just like, I just want to know for the data. Yeah. Like if you're just like, like that's, and I can say like, that's where I'm at in my fitness journey mm-hmm. right now. Like I, I, if I did this in my twenties, I could see this going in a very dark, very totally. sad direction. Oh um, but you know, I'm 36 and I'm tired and I just want to write down my stuff and just have an idea. And I think it's oh, yeah. been really, it's been a really great tool. Um, but yeah, that being said, I'll see clients who just, it's that binge thing. They'll be like, Oh, I, you know, Alex, you're so proud of me. So good all week. But then Saturday, I just, you know, I had peace and that's fine. Look, you're on vacation. You're it's a holiday. We do our best. Um, but yeah, I'll tend to see this very restrictive. And then this, this big binge afterwards, that's a marker of that or people who I just see get really stressed out. Like you know, I had somebody call me, they were at a sporting event or something. They're like, Oh my God, what am I going to eat? Like, there's a lot of anxiety around food and going out where you can't control. And, you know, that's worrisome to me, you know, where you want to just kind of know that, you know, look, if you cook at home, you can control most of the ingredients, you know, actually all of the ingredients you can control. And then know that when you go out, you can have something. And, you know, if you go out to dinner and you're, you're not going to harass the waiter. <laughs> about every ingredient. What's the yeah. In this? yeah. No. So, but if you, I tell people, one of the markers is if you're feeling anxiety around eating and, and, you know, you're feeling stressed, that's another marker of like, yeah, that perfectionism. Yeah. There is so much on social media around body positivity, which is yes. freaking awesome. But I think there's also a lot around this idea of like, eat whatever you want, eat whatever you want, eat whatever you want, like binge the ice cream, binge this. If you're feeling this, do this, do this. And I, I'm really curious of your viewpoint on this. Uh, I mean, it kind of still feels like all or nothing, but like your yeah. viewpoint on that, that preachiness on social media, what do you think? 
Yeah, it's a really personalized, tough decision. You know, one thing I tell people is like, yes, uh, you should be able to have what you want. You know, we all should be able to choose what we eat. But yeah, I do think that, yeah, it's like, I, I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that. I think it's all about how you feel. And I always tell people, as long as you feel good, you know, I have some people, it's amazing. Even within the health world, I have people that do vegan, paleo, mm-hmm. Whole30, um, their own kind of thing. And as long as they feel good day to day, then that's great. You know, if the eating M&Ms for you is working out, great, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I just my overall feeling is, is like, I, I love the idea of eating a whole food ingredient, uh, whole, whether you're vegan or paleo. And I, I, I hope that, 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 you know, is comes like, I, I hope people think like that. And I say this, like, let's just take body positivity out of it here. Mm-hmm. You know, we vote with our dollar. And mm-hmm. so we make a lot of votes with how we feel about things. And I think because, you know, if we're preaching, like eat whatever you want, a lot of that tends to be packaged food and that creates a lot of environmental waste and it's not good for the environment. And these are companies that, you know, aren't necessarily doing great things for the world. So that's something I tell people to be mindful of too. It's, it's not just about eating whatever you want. I'm an American. I can do whatever I want. It's like, you know, there are people out there that don't have access to things and, and, you know, being conscious of that and also voting with our dollar, but yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's a whole thing. I think the one thing I will say is like, I think, you know, I think being healthy, sometimes there's a stigma of like, you have to like be super little and thin and fit. And like, I've seen women that go to my gym that are curvier and have a different body type than me. And they are their fittest. Like that's their fit level for their body type. And they look gorgeous and that's cool, but they're living healthy and they're eating healthy and and all of that. Yeah. That didn't answer your question at all. No, it totally, it totally did because like there, (laughs) there is so much ambiguity in it. And I think you, you totally nailed it with the part, like not that there was a right or wrong answer to that, but like, I, it makes a lot of sense of like, it really depends on where you are yeah. and what you need at the time. Cause there are some people who have done a lot of healing around food. Like yeah. I, I told you this on our, um, like kind of initial call for this podcast episode, my school had a weigh in like, which know, is like insane to me. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. And my fiance and I have both said that when we get very, very, very wealthy and we donate to that school, we're going to have stipulations around that love anyway. That. Yeah. But love that. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest thing is like, there were so many people in my program and the dance program that had very disordered relationships with food. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, and myself included, but I needed to have like kind of a healing experience where then I was like, okay, like food doesn't really scare me anymore. Yeah. Ooh, now that it doesn't really scare me anymore, how can I use this to fuel my body rather than put fear into my body. I don't know if that's totally the way I want to say it, but it, that whole switch, that's honestly what prompted the whole 30 thing. And it changed my life completely. Yeah. And we're really lucky now. Like when I first started doing this, like health and wellness was kind of on the scene, but not super big yet. And now there's so many, they're really cool brands that are doing some neat things. And, and, you know, honestly, this is one of the things that I love is like helping people find healthier, more sustainable versions of the foods that they love that are made with really good ingredients and that, you know, are fair trade and they're treating their people well. And like, it's a whole, it's, you know, it's a whole thing. And I I just think that nowadays there's so many great ways to eat what you want and, and, but it's all good stuff, you know? 
what are some of your favorite brands? I'm so curious. Well, I love this question. Okay. So, uh, Siete is one of my favorite brands ever. They are a family, um, run brand. So Siete, Ooh. yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I yes. love them. They're uh, Siete is amazing. Is my favorite. Oh They're my amazing. They make really great paleo products and they, yeah, they started out of like, um, they're from, I believe their brand started out of Austin, Texas, and mm-hmm. it's called Siete because they're a family of seven and the whole family's involved in making this. And if you flip over their packages, you'll see the family on the back. And I just love that personal touch that they give to it. So Siete is great. They make awesome chips and, mm-hmm. um, cookies now, like they really oh. have expanded. Yes, they do a wonderful they do Mexican wedding cookies and ginger snap cookies. They're fantastic. I love that brand. Tortillas. Wonderful. Uh, the almond, almond flour tortillas. Yes. I lived off those. They were so fantastic. And they have really good ingredients. They use avocado mm. oil instead of a processed oil with their chips. So you're getting those great omega threes. They use chia seeds. They're just good ingredients. Um, love that. And brand. it's not insanely expensive. Like you hear no. avocado oil and it's like, cha-ching. Yeah, it's not, like, no. It's not something I would look at the store and be like, yells. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty run of the mill in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's really good. So they're fantastic. I love them. Primal Kitchen's another one that's really great. Mark Sisson started that. Um, and yeah, they're just really great, simple ingredients. And and what I love seeing now is I'm watching these brands. Like I remember when they first started and um, now you're, you can only get them at like Whole Foods and now yeah. I'm seeing them at Target and Walmart. And so like, they're becoming more accessible to everyone, which is so cool, you know, because my fiance is from Nebraska and his family lives in a small town there. So the way they get their groceries is at Walmart. So mm-hmm. for them to be able to have access to a brand like that, I think is so cool. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I love this. Um, this episode's going to come out right around the holiday season. Oh, yes. And that can be a really stressful time for some people because of those really heavy, rich calorific foods. Yes. For anyone listening who's feeling anxious or nervous, what would you recommend for them? What are tips or exercises that you would say to them? Absolutely. So one of the things is I I always tell people, especially on the holidays, have an ad mentality. What I mean by that is don't worry about, I can't have this. I can't have that more of like, okay, I'm going to this holiday dinner. I'm going to make sure I add some greens in, even if I'm going to be eating poorly, I'm going to add in some extra water that day. I'm going to add in some raw veggies just to get some extra fiber. So think more about adding as opposed to subtracting. Um, and I, I always tell people, you know, if you're going to these parties, like get your veggies in your salad first, you won't eat as much as the other stuff. You can still have it, but it'll, it'll give you some good nutrition. You'll still feel pretty good. Um, so an ad mentality and then water, water, water. Yeah. Drink. Oh, love you for that. I, I forgot mine over there. And I'm like, Oh, so far away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like water is so great. Uh, and it's one of the things that, you know, we go to holiday parties and we're getting the eggnog and the booze. And I think w- the more water, the better. Yes. I, for three, the last three months of the year, last year, I tried to drink a gallon of water a day. Ooh, yeah. My hair, my skin, yes, my energy, my yes. sleeping has yes. never been better. It was it does, insane. It does everything. And it's one of the things that I tell people right away. If you want to change your health right now, you drink, you have to drink at least half your body weight in ounces of yeah. water. So if I weigh a hundred pounds, you drink 50 ounces of water. And I always tell people get a water bottle that has the ounces on it. And just know I got to get through two of these today yeah. or one of these or whatever it looks like. And that'll have help. you ever done like the hydro jugs? Have you seen those? Ooh, no. Like with the little markings on it. No, uh, th- those two, those are really cool. These, these are like 
jugs. Like they're a half a gallon. No. Oh yeah. Yes. They're a half a gallon each. And I mean, you look like a fruit loop, like you're from the canteen ages of 1912, but like you're, it's so helpful to have it just all in one. Yes. And I love it because then I just, ah, it's the best. Like, and I just fill it up twice a day. I haven't done this in a while, but it's, I know exactly where it is. Um, but it's, it's just so helpful. And having a water bottle you love. Yeah. It makes a big difference. I don't think that people like, okay, I'm going to wait to start drinking water until I have my nice water bottle because then you're going to put it off and decision fatigue and whatever, get a water bottle, love it. But like having a water bottle you love, it just makes it a little bit more special. It absolutely. Um, it's great. And it's better for the environment. So you're not buying plastic and throwing it out or drinking plastic because it's crappy plastic and it melts in the water. Yeah. You know, Oh man. Are there any resources that you've used or even shared with your clients that have been really helpful for you or them? Yeah. Um, well, Pinterest is great. Um, and then with my Instagram, I try to post as much free content and recipes as possible, just so people are like, great, I might not be able to afford to work with Alex, but I can get, you know, her favorite ingredients list and things like that. And then also there's a great book called the power of habit. I love that book. Did you, okay. Charles doing, I know that book. (laughs) Okay. So this is why we are friends. Um, (laughs) You okay? So you understand? So you can explain it better than me. But yeah, essentially, that book can teach you how uh, how our brains work and how we become, you know, addicted to good things. Because we, mm. it's, you know, we it talks about, for example, in the book, like how brands like kind of came up with toothpaste and like how you know how our brain breaks down these things and it makes it like a solidified habit. Um, and I love that. If you think about it that way, you can really train yourself to have habits around uh, things that you really want. I that is probably the seventh or upteenth time that this book has been mentioned on this podcast. Oh, no kidding. Okay. So, um, people, if this is, this is your sign to go <laughs> get this book power yeah. of habit by Charles Duick. It is, it is one of my books that I rotate through because it's yeah. so powerful. It's like the, like every year or year and a half, I have to read it. Cause it's yeah. just such, it's so packed with information. It's so good. It's just so interesting how we like, you know, how we, our brains kind of break things down and, and you get addicted to the good stuff, you yeah. know? So was the, the trigger action reward is something I use with almost every single one of my clients because it's so useful for people who don't know trigger action reward for every habit that you have, there's a trigger. So let's say this is an easy one. Your phone goes off ping. There's a um, notification that someone liked your photo on social media. That's the trigger. Your action go into the app. Oh no, I'm doom scrolling. Oh no, I'm doom scrolling, doom scrolling, doom scrolling. And you have a reward. Even if it's a bad habit, you have a reward. On this one, it's you get to see pretty colors. You get to feel really bad about yourself. That's a reward. Our brains <laughs> love to stay comfortable. And by feeling really bad about ourselves, we won't take action of things outside of our comfort zone. So we'll stay in it. But there's there's a million other things. I won't get into it, but it's just, it's such a good book. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, big brands are using this, this, um, this tactic to make you get addicted to their products, which I think is so neat. So in a bad way, but good way. (laughs) We'll see about the brand, but yeah. Good job, Lysol. You're doing great stuff. (laughs) Febreze, way to go. Oh my God. Uh, That's the example, the Febreze where they're like, uh, 
spoiler alert. We won't tell anything. That's a no. that's a teaser. There we go. That's a teaser. Just that's know for Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, I always like to do quick segments with all of my guests. And that is two questions. One, how did you get in your own way this week? Ooh, love that. Yeah, I got in my own way. Uh, by, yeah, I think sometimes, you know, as you, especially if you have your own brand or you're, you're, you work for yourself freelance, it can be hard sometimes, um, because we have a negative voice, like, well, they're doing better. And I'm always like, eyes on your own paper, Alex, like <laughs> stop looking around. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes we get so lost in the comparison game that we're oh. not doing the actual work that will make us you know, move forward. We spend so much time being like, well, I'll never catch up. <laughs> I love that phrase. Cause it's so, first of all, it brings play back into it. Yeah. Like you suck the fun out of everything. Um, but I also feel like that's so pointed to health because I don't know about you, but when I was like deep in my like food, everything's on fire and scary, but I would always like go and order something and make sure I ordered less than other, everyone else around me. Or I'd like, go, I, Oh, I know. Yeah. I know you're getting fired. <sighs> Thank God it's not the case anymore, but I yeah. would always have that like hyper awareness. And I feel like eyes on your own paper just reminds you like, this is my body. I am fueling it in the way that works best for me in the yeah, moment. Totally. And I just think that's, Ooh, that's a good yeah. saying. Eyes on your own paper. paper. <laughs> and the next question is what is a small goal or a big goal or a teeny tiny goal does not matter that you accomplished this week? Ooh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm putting myself out of my comfort zone. Um, which I've been really trying to do lately, which Yay. is I've never shot like a vlog before. Um, I think the perfectionist in me is always like, no, like, I don't like, I want it to be super curated. So I only give people the best of the best. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I'm challenging myself this week. I made, uh, I I've been doing some healthy travel videos now. Cause I think that's one of the things that's really passionate to me is people are so perfect when they're at home and they really struggle taking that with them on vacation. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to shoot a, a healthy travel video in Joshua tree and I've already made all the arrangements. So there's no looking back. I'm shooting the video on Sunday. I'm very excited. So. I'm so jazzed for you. That's exciting. And will these videos be on Instagram, on your blog? Oh, the, most videos? likely they'll be on, I've started a YouTube channel, also nice. something out of my comfort zone. Uh, so some of it might be there and some of it might be on Instagram. Who knows? The world is my oyster. The world <laughs> is your oyster. That's the best part about being an entrepreneur and yeah. also the most terrifying part. Cause you're like, what do I do? There's so what many am I options. doing? Yeah, totally. Uh, that's why we have a coach. Thank God. Yes. Um, and then last question is of course, what are all the ways people can find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they learn more about you? Give them Love. all the Yeah, links. sure. You can find me at eatcute.com. Um, which is very exciting to say because for many years up until last year, I did not have the domain for that. Uh, somebody had bought it, was holding on to it, wouldn't sell it to me. No. Um, yeah. So this has like been very exciting to actually have my own website with my name. Yay. <laughs> with my name. So eqcute.com or on Instagram at eqcute or on YouTube at eqcute or Pinterest at eqcute. Eqcute at all the things. I here love it. it is. It's here to stay. So I, I have to ask when it comes to, cause you're the first bloggist I have bloggist, oh, cool. blogger, blogger I love that. is the word. I'm going to go with first, bloggist. Yeah. Blog, I like <laughs> bloggist. It feels like fashionista. Doesn't it? Um, <laughs> you're the first blogger I've had on, excuse me, bloggist I've had on the <laughs> show. Oh, cool. 
For anyone who might be looking to start a blog or wants to even like get their toe in that space, what would you say to them? Oh, just do it. I think sometimes like, cause it's like, I Oh, it. I should write a blog about that. Like I always tell people I'm like, just write the first one. Don't even like, even if you're like, I don't know what it's going to be yet. Or like, you know, what's my niche and all that, just start writing it and you'll start to figure it out. Um, and Pinterest is such a great place to share those blog posts. I think a lot of people don't, uh, that's a great way to get some traffic to your blog and and let people know that it's there. I love it. I'm going to go find you on Pinterest. now. It's a whole new thing. I just start. It's all new things, baby this year. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Getting out of our comfort zone is terrifying. Uh, and exciting. uh, Big old level up. Alex, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It was so fun to talk to you. Such a treat. (laughs) Just can't with her. Even just re-listening to that episode. I'm like cackling. She's awesome. You all check her out. Look at the EQ blog. It is really just packed with information. Her Instagram's awesome. If you have a dog, she has a lot of dog treat videos and I just want a dog solely so I can make those treats for them. But check her out. All the links are in the show notes as well as the links that she said in the podcast episode. You all, until next time, remember, rate, review the show, share it with a friend. It really helps get the word out there. And it's the biggest thing you could do for any podcast you listen to, not just this one. But I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to check out Goal Smasher, my step-by-step technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan, and learn the secret for keeping your motivation consistent and high. Check it out by going to the link in the show notes or by searching lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. Also take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.